Oh, geez. A micro the metronome. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Hi, everybody. I'm Ada. I'm Nia. And this is... Welcome to my world. We should just make that the theme song. <laughs> all right, dope. Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat Albert. <laughs> Bill Cosby's still cool, right? I don't know, my dude. <laughs> well, uh, well, off yo, with the bang. I just came from my therapist's office, and in the waiting room, they had this. I thought it was like kind of a weird magazine to leave out on the table in the therapist's office because it was "Can Bad Men Change?" and it's right. about like sex offender therapy. Right. And it had like a shadowy picture of Donald Trump on it. Oh shit! Mm -hmm. That's you know what can we learn from Bill, Matt? And dot dot dot. That's like, I mean, props to time. I mean, not props to time for giving Donald Trump person of the year. But oh, I no. guess, you know, for them being like, oh, by the way, he is he super sus. Does yeah. suck. Did you hear today about Neve Shulman of Catfish? No. That uh, there's been a sexual harassment claim against him. This is <laughs> literally nothing to do with what we're talking about, but. When... Well, actually, I would argue that maybe it is semi related, but go on. Intrigued to hear that later. Stay tuned. Don't change that channel, kids. <laughs> Coming out to you live on WKXZYFW8. Yeah, take it. Take it. Take that joke. <laughs> Make it happen. It's like, how many letters do these normally have? Anywho. Here we are. Today. We are discussing a movie that I love very much. And I have never seen. It is called The Court Jester, starring Danny Kaye, who is a, was a movie star in the like 40s and 50s. And, um, you know, I actually completely am blanking on who directed it. Let me look that up. I, for our facts portion, meant Did you to, look up some facts? Meant to look up a bunch of facts. Plum forgot. Oh, dang. You know what? I also kind of was thinking, I was like, oh, shoot, is it like, is it my... Like... I don't think so. Because, like, it should it be whoever, whoever's week it is does the facts, but I feel like you're the fact guy. Yes. Here. I do not mind uh, doing the research portion at all. In fact, I'll get on it ASAP Rocky. Do you want to look up the director? Yes, I will do that. It's a, so The Court Jester is a classic. Oh yeah, that's what we're watching. Yeah, yeah. The Court Jester. The Court Jester is a classic 50s movie musical that is basically oh. a spoof on Robin Hood. Directed by Melvin Frank and Norman Panama. Also written by Norman Panama and Melvin Frank. So Melvin is top bill for director, Norman top bill for writing. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Tells us something. And there's a lot of really interesting people. Um, like Angela Lansbury is in it. She is. Oh, snap! Ooh. She's the prince! She's the princess, oh. exactly! <laughs> right? Doesn't, is that like... Whoa. First of all, I was convinced she was born an old woman. <laughs> so for her to be like a uh -huh. cute, yeah, hot and she's actually really funny. She's really funny. She's really totally. good. Okay, I love that. That's uh -huh. Angela Lansbury. Wow. Um, and I feel like there's one other person that had some lasting fame. Uh, I'm sure these are all people, but I don't recognize any of them. Um, yeah, let's you see, let's you see. scroll on through there. I don't know. I feel like Danny Kaye is a big one, but it's weird. Like, oh, Glynis Johns and Basil Rathbone were also, but I feel like, 
See, this is the weird thing about watching movie, old, old movies, like, from this era when the movie star Hollywood thing was really picking up and it was, like, there were talkies and there were movies in color and stuff. Right. Is that, you know, Danny Kaye was the Brad Pitt of his time, the Tom Cruise of his time, and he's not in the zeitgeist right now at, at all. all. Right. Like, Cary Grant, you know. Yeah. Danny Kay, you do not know. You do not know. That's true. Yeah. But it's also, like, I feel like no matter how, you know, enigmatic he was, I feel like, what was he in? You know, well... He's yeah. been in tons... He was in tons of... Oh, snap. Really? Mm-hmm. He's in White Christmas, which I started to watch and truly could not get through the first 15 minutes. Never Bored. seen that film. Boring. It's on Netflix. <laughs> well, uh, if we're going full circle here, he is on an episode of The Cosby Show. <laughs> Shut up. That is not even why I thought that that was going to come full circle. That's, I think, his latest credit. Credit. That was his last credit was the Cosby show. I feel like he... I don't want to start rumors, but I feel like he might be dead. Oh. This guy is for sure dead, right? He must be dead. He must be dead. Yeah, sorry. Love you, Danny Kay. Love you. Listen, Danny Kay, shouts to you. Things that I have seen Danny Kay in. Oh my god, yeah, he died in 1987. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died two years after his Cosby Show appearance. Damn. Yeah. Looks like Brooklyn's in the house. That's where our friend Danny Kay's from. Love it. Okay, sorry. That's enough about Danny Kay. So let me give a little background on the court jester, why we're watching it today, and where, how I came to it. How does it fit into your life? So I actually don't remember the first time I saw the court jester. Because I was, it was already part of the thing, the movies that I watched right. by the time it that I have memories. in your life. In my, in the rotation. Yeah. There was also a Danny Kaye movie that was more, even more for kids, that was uh, Thumbelina. Oh, the... It was either just... Hmm? I think I've seen... I'm Hans Christian Andersen. I've seen parts of it, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, I feel like that's the most famous. <laughs> I really wish you could just see the dance you're doing. Just swinging your arms the around. Little, you know, around. mountain man. Yeah. I'm Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> he is funny. Anywho, so Hans Christian Andersen, I... You watched the court I watched the court, thank you. <laughs> I watched the court jester um, a lot when I was a kid. And it was something that my parents also loved to watch, especially my dad. Like, my dad really loved Danny Kaye. Okay, that definitely true. My dad right? also loves these type of movies. Yeah. I think it's just a dad thing. I know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And so, um, yeah, my dad showed it to me a lot. And I'll, I'll mention some of them specifically, but... You'll start to pick up on this, Nia, because you spend a lot of time around my family. I do. You'll hear my parents quoting this movie. Ah! We... Oh my god. This is one of those movies that the jokes in it have, like, really become just part of the family lingo. This the is family your slang. new in town? Yes. Yes. John Mulaney's new in town, amongst us and our friends, is, I guess... The, the Bible? Bible? <laughs> yeah, it's like fully... We quote it to each other, text. we reference it, Constantly. we live by it. Yes, always. Um, every time anyone brings up Home Alone, all I can think of is, Lost in New York, the streets are numbered! Um, anyway, uh, that's, so that's, that was how I came to the court jester. And then, you know, I did not watch that movie. Yeah, when's the last time you saw it? Um... I can't remember the last time I saw it, but I feel like I must have been middle school-ish. Mm-hmm. 
middle schoolish, maybe high school, maybe I watched it once in high school, but I I remembered it. Be, I remembered the court gesture when I started watching it again for this episode, right? Because just because I had watched it so much as a child, but it really came back to me as so, as soon as it came on. Yeah, it, it hit. You were like, oh shit. The things that I Take really remembered were the uh, never out fox the fox. Okay, opening number. I have so many thoughts on Never Out Fox the Fox. Never Out Fox the Fox. The, just the whole, like, faux Robin Hood concept. Yeah. Basically, all of the characters' names are slightly changed from the Robin Hood characters' names. Yeah. And I remembered the jousting scene. Oh, comedy. Like, That's epic. Epic comedy. Comedy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, that was the thing that surprised me the most about this movie, is that I... It's hilarious. ...was busting a gut. <laughs> it's so funny. And I remembered that it was funny, and I expected it to be funny, but I was worried. You know, you're, you're a little well, worried. because when you're a kid, lots of stuff, stuff is, is funny, funny, you know? Totally. And it's like, sometimes that doesn't hold up, or... Yeah. You know what I was really worried about the most? Problematicness. Yes. It's... Very minimally problematic, like surprisingly, so surprisingly so not problematic. Because I also remembered a little bit of this, like, and maybe we'll do like a brief plot overview for yeah. everyone before we really get into it. But I really remember the like love triangle, yes. like l- ladies and and stuff with Danny Kay in the middle. Um, and I was worried about the women mostly. Yeah. Um, the this one- is the best love triangle I've ever seen. Oh, certainly. Like not trite really Mm -mm. like Mm -mm. very funny the women are people question mark like that's a really good point the women are people the women are people yeah his female captain like i'm obsessed with her she's incredible maid jean baby (laughs) that's her name like it's they changed it from maid marion to maid jean i love that and they changed uh guinevere in oh right in Robin Hood to, to Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. the Angela Lansbury character. Would you, you, you felt similarly? Because you'd never seen this movie. I had, didn't know anything about it before you watched it. Nothing about this film. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was like, I mean, I like old movies, but I am always surprised when I do. Because mm. you think like, I have nothing in, my life is so different than anybody who lived at the time. Like what could possibly we have in common? But it was really funny. I think I wrote in my notes, it was clean Monty Python. It is clean Monty Python! Oh my god! And it's That's like, insightful as hell, my dude. Oh my god, thank you! You're just like so welcome. Ah, it's like, I don't know what part I was watching, but I was like, this is Monty Python. Mm. But better, because yeah. I'm one of those people, I, it's not that I don't like Monty okay. Python. We need to put a pin in this. <laughs> this is going to get us into a whole other... That's we, true. We gotta, if we're going to have this conversation, we need to engage. Yeah, that's All true. Right, so let's put a pin we'll in Monty Python. We'll, we'll table Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do like a, like a contentious media series. Like oh. instead of things that we don't know, it's like things that we disagree on. I, listen, prepare to die. It's <laughs> all I'm saying. Keep on listening, y'all. <laughs> KWRX ZYA. <laughs> Wasn't funny the first time. Maybe not the best candidate for a recurring joke. Rule of threes, look for it in the uh, the second half. Anywho. Okay, should I do a brief yeah. rundown of Let's the plot do a rundown? Brief plot rundown before we get in it point by point. Great. So basically the movie opens and the the plot is laid out very quickly. Yeah. And there is a 
band of rebels, Robin Hood-esque rebels, led by the Black Fox. And then there is a tyrant, King of England, who has... A usurper. A usurper! Sits on the throne. And he came in with a violent coup, killed everyone except... Uh-huh. The royal baby. Ooh. The child. Yes. With the mark, with the mark on its ass. Purple which Pimpanel. Is gonna come up a lot. Yes. That's <laughs> much time. Yes. yes so yes. um the that's the situation, and basically the rebel group is attempting to put the baby on the throne. Yeah. May Jean is a captain. Danny Kay uh is uh basically he's a jester from the from from the mi- the minute we see him. Yeah. He is like his a job is to enter performer he he left the circus the, yeah. to be a rebel and he he, he they won't let him fight and yeah. he's frustrated about they're that like you're a fucking buffoon yes <laughs> so just please entertain the men yeah and that's it and that's it but can we just talk about also how funny it is that that's a job like yeah to entertain, entertain. the rebels mm-hmm. is a gig i know right Ugh. before they had I love that. Fucking podcasts and shit. I would love it if, like, Anonymous just had, like, a guy come ah! in and just, like... <laughs> clown around. Just clown around Sing for funny the songs, yeah. Um, right, so then uh, Danny Kay is part of the Rebels, and through a little, you know, series of events in the beginning of the movie, he ends up being uh, cho- the only person who can infiltrate the castle because right. they chance to meet the jester. The new the court jester. actual jester. Yes. The titular court jester. Indeed. And then Danny Kay goes to the castle and is pretending to be the jester. Little does he know that that original jester was pretending to be a jester but was actually an assassin. Uh-huh. So now Danny Kay has to, is, knows that he's pretending he's a jester, doesn't know that other people think he's an assassin. Hilarity ensues. There's a witchcraft plot. There is <laughs> hypnotism. There on. is good old-fashioned... Royalty hijinks. It's just a spoiled farce. Princess. A perfect farce. It's a perfect farce. Yeah. Um. The only thing I do want to say, just as like a general caveat before we go forward, is that it's it's a completely white, top to bottom white movie. Oh yeah, for sure. With they, I love it. We're like, it's not that problematic. I was like, there's not going to be any people of color, and actually, I'm glad there aren't. Right. Because Did you it have- would not. I, it would be more problematic. I was, so, like, there's definitely going to be, like, a fortune teller character. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was very wary that mm-hmm. it was going to get oh, like a, exotic Exoticism situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at the, you know what? Don't quote me on this, but uh, sometimes Wag is just right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just felt like we should say that, because otherwise yeah. I think it'll just keep coming up. True, true. All right. Cool. Let's Should we hop in? Let's push ahead and start with this... So, obviously, it's an old-ass movie, yes. and in old-ass movies, full credits up top. Excuse me. <laughs> we are drinking wine. Woo! Um, full credits up top, which I'm usually not a fan of, but they made it work, because they have him in a man-ladybug kind of costume, <laughs> singing a hilarious song, and the credits, I wrote this down that, like, um, the current sequence is, like, fun. They did, like, some real editing to make this a fun sequence, and I... It's cool, and it's don't very... I have seen that. It's very low-tech, but yeah. few... 
I feel like in in the context of the movie when it came out, it was probably really a futuristic thing. Oh yeah, I mean like they did their they were like we know it's boring to sit through a bunch of names, yeah. so we're gonna make it as good a time. As like we can. basically, Danny Kaye's on screen and he sets up the plot of the whole movie in the in that first song. Yeah, and as he like is interacting with the credits as they come on and off screen. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, ducking down, he's pushing them off, he's pulling them back on. Yeah. It's fun. It's very fun. And you also are paying attention to the words of the song, yeah. and he's just such a talented performer. He is yeah. giving me Donald O'Connor singing in the rain energy. Mm-hmm. And that is one of my favorite movies slash performances of all time. In so. fact... It was pulled up on your computer screen when I walked in. I was watching clips from Singing in the Rain. I was wondering if you, like, had that pulled up because you wanted to, like, reference it in this... No, um, completely independent. I just like to watch old uh, musical clips. Fair enough. On the internet. Fair enough. Yeah. The, the ladybug costume. So I don't know cute. if he's supposed to be a ladybug. He's, like, a jester... But, I mean, he's certain. He's a black and red jester yeah. with little antennas. Like, I yeah. don't know what else he and would be. Like, I, it's I really cute. Like, yeah, I'm in. in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Also, can we just talk about like how hot Danny Kaye is and how hot everyone in the movie is? Okay, it's so weird because seeing a photo well, of him, I mean, the two ladies in Danny, Kaye, I don't I like find him attractive, but uh. in the whole performance, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's very sexy. Yeah, the way he's fucking. It's, yeah, you're right. He is. Yeah, completely. Especially later, the scene where he's like seducing. A young Angela Lansbury. And, like, has to be all, like, roguish and rakish. I was like, this is so ridiculous, but also, I'm here for it. Okay, so we have that first, that opening song. Then we have the... We cut to the road, and that's when we see... they they sh- We we meet the, the usurper king. Yeah. I love how this children's film, Out the Gate, murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy killed everyone. You know, I actually don't think it was a children's film. That's true. I think, like, back in the day, yes. most movies, were pretty you just wholesome. bring yeah. the whole family. Yeah, exactly. It's just easier that way. Actually, I had a an interesting conversation with my mother's boyfriend and my grandmother, because uh, they are both very old, and they were talking about how, back in the day, there were no movie times. Mm-hmm. You just showed up. And, and it if played it was, on a loop, basically. Yeah, and if yeah. it was in the middle, you just sat through it till you saw, you know, through... The next one to the yeah. part you didn't see, and then you leave. Yeah, my grandma tells good stories about that too. Yeah, I hate that as a concept. <laughs> like she used to go with her friends to like the tap dancing movies, the mm-hmm. musicals, and they would sit um, in. They had nothing to do all day during the summer. They were like in their Jewish immigrant neighborhood. They would go in. They would watch the movie. Then they would go home, and in that time, also like uh, all of their families would put taps on their shoes because it made them last longer. Oh. So they wouldn't have to, the soles wouldn't wear out. Right. So they had to, they all had tap shoes, basically. And they would learn, they would sit in the movie theater and watch it on loop, learning the dances, and then they would leave the movie theater and do the dances together. That is... And that was their Saturday. All right, you've won me over a little bit. That's a, that's a very cute... That's cute, right? Beautiful story, but I, as somebody who is punctual... Yes. I don't want somebody turning up a... A couple of families rolling up in the middle of a film and just, like, looking for... No, 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 no. Yeah, tell them. I don't like that. them. Times, okay? It starts now. If you don't show up, graffiti. Oh, okay. Oh, that's... that's, uh... So, the court jester. (laughs) So, we're talking about... Um, yes. 
It is. Oh, the black the black fox song. Yes, and then this is where so we see the black fox shoot someone. Yes. And then we cut to the forest. And now when you first saw Danny Kay in the black fox outfit, did you think he was the black fox? I was like, yeah, this is the black fox. Yes. This is about a guy who is a funny guy. And, and who's the leader of a bunch of rebels. happens to be the leader, yeah. Absolutely, same for me. I I mean, not this time, because I knew he wasn't, but, right. like, I remember as a kid, that was one of the only things about the movie that, for some reason, it annoyed me. I was annoyed oh. that, like, I didn't think it was fun that, that they switched it, that he wasn't the Black Fox. I, like, wanted him to be the Black Fox. Yeah, I thought it was sort of, I like that he starts out as such a loser, and then, like, yeah. literally saves the whole, whole entire yeah. day. But... I also thought it was strange that, yeah. like, you could, it could be a lot simpler if he just was the Black Fox. Which is kind of, like, cool to the movie's credit that it complicates it like that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's a great reveal. After he does this full musical number and the real Black Fox is yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, the real Black Fox comes up and he's like, dude, I told you not to put my fucking clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, imagine him sneaking into this guy's tent <laughs> and be like, oh, I have, I have some razzle-dazzle for these folks tonight, like. Should we also talk about the fact that oh, like I also a, wrote down ye old Batman for the the costume because I just felt like the ooh, black outfit I looked totally very Batman um, in a way where I was. I also see that in that he's like he's not the hero England need or England deserves, but he is the hero England needs. Yes, but also switch those two. I th- right? No, no. Because I no, thought Gotham whole... doesn't deserve Batman. No, but it he's needs saying. Batman. Oh. Batman needs, I mean, Gotham needs somebody better, but Batman's what they deserve. You know, because oh. he's not a perfect hero. I thought it was the opposite, that Gotham's so fucked up that they don't deserve him, but they need him. No, Gotham's so fucked up that they deserve a fucked, fucked up, up guy like him, instead of somebody nice and shiny, like, gotcha. say, a Superman, who I think's a dick. Yeah, like <laughs> Superman. Anywho. Anywho. Um, yes, yeah, so then we meet Danny Kay, we realize he's not the black fox and we realize that he's kind of a loser <coughs> in the in the yeah. in the in the world of the rebels and that he wants to be a fighter and they won't let him and they won't, which is surprising because you would think any sort of able-bodied willing man would would be, be a fighter allowed to fight but. well and then speaking of able-bodied willing men should we talk about the group of circus performers who perform with him. Uh, the little people? Yes. Yeah, I... As per... Yeah. A, again, this is an, a, a 50s era movie trope. Old movies love, love little, little people. people, yeah. And I feel like there have been a lot of fucked up portrayals, and to me, this does not rank with those. I... No. I think everybody was laughing together. Yes. And nobody was laughing yes. at them. And the... They're... Like, complete, they're also dressed as the Black Fox. They're yes. And that reveal, when they're doing the yeah, little dance, so and it's revealed to be like them pe- stacked. Sam, well, I mean, yeah. like, Oof. Well, but it's also, Say like, it out loud. So I know. Bad. And it's also, I think, just in general, like, the spectacle, like, that group of people as spectacle. Yeah. You know, like, as an ornament. Like, yeah. And, but they do come back at the end of the movie. And, and that, help save the day. And that's an interesting thing. And that's why I brought it up after you said, wouldn't they need any able-bodied man to join? Right. Number one, they have an able-bodied woman, Captain Maid Jean. Yeah. Who Captain is... Maid Jean or Captain Maid Jean. Captain Jean? I think Captain Jean 
uh, and in also the streets, Meiji in, in the, the streets. streets. Hey, hey. I love to hear it. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so they have Captain Jean, and they have. Oh, can I just say about the little people? I didn't really notice till at the end of the film, but I think many of them were actually played by children. Oh, really? Looking at their faces, I was like, a lot of these are kids. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't so, know to pick up on that. I really don't know if that makes it better or worse. Because mm. um, they definitely want them to be adults. So, yeah. I, you know, unclear, unclear. Unclear. I but don't know. important for maybe when we come back to talking about this group of folks at the end is that the black fox is like i appreciate you but we don't need you we're yeah. good i don't know what you could do for us yeah too many mouths to feed not enough alcohol get out of here yeah um and then basically they find out that the king's coming to get the baby and then they all have to scatter yeah and and that's when we meet Gwendolyn, and immediately Gwendolyn has one of my favorite lines. Oh, please. Okay, so she is arguing with her father. Her father obviously is trying to get her to, like, marry some dude. Yeah. That she doesn't want to marry, like, And when an you asshole. see him later, he is gross. He's gross, <laughs> and he looks mean and gross. He looks so mean. Yeah. And she's like, I will not marry him. And he's like, you will marry him. I'm your father. You do what I say. And she says, well, no, I'm not going to marry him. I'll throw myself off the highest tower. She's very dramatic and very. constantly threatening to kill either herself and or others. Yeah. Pretty much oh, her, at like, any time. maid slash... Witch? Witch? Doctor? Guy? Lady? lady? Like... Anyway, so, <laughs> you know, that's just her. Her dad says, if it please me, you will marry him. And Gwendolyn goes, if it pleases you so much, why don't you marry him? Uh, and immediately I'm like, okay, cool, <laughs> Gwendolyn, I'm on your side, And girl. a little pair of glasses floats down over her eyes and you just see, deal with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the she's, original meme. she's badass, yeah. like off top. The dress she's wearing so is good. gorgeous. I did want to mention the costumes in this mm. film. I feel like much like the last film we covered, Cinderella, this movie does not mind you knowing that it is a movie. This, I, and I love that. I love the, the costuminess, the fun. They Wait, like... I literally have a note that is exactly on this point, which is that, so later in the film, sorry for the spoilers, but like obviously, Danny Kay gets thrown in the dungeon. Oh, yeah. And then, like, in the next scene, he's being, like, brought back out from the dungeon, and he had, like, an outfit change into this, like, incredibly pristine, like, yes. white linen tunic. Which he and looks I, great. He looks amazing, but I'm like, my dude, you were just in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Fully in a dungeon. Yeah, exactly. And those so, you know, the castle. they're just like, it's a movie, it's awesome, yeah. we love it. Just enjoy yeah. the mustaches in this film. Incredible. Really on point. On point. Really on point. I think is now the time that we can talk about the purple pimpernel. Purple pimpernel, yeah. I I will say when you when the baby is revealed, like its face, I really think that that baby looks like a mixture of you and your siblings. Wow. Um, it's got your hair. Um, you all <laughs> in your baby pictures all sort of have that big head. No. <laughs> You've all grown into it now. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, we did. We were kind of like large-headed babies. And I saw this baby, and I was and like, I was like, like no wonder they watched this movie. All the That's, That's them. So funny. Yeah. I never even thought of it that way. Immediately pegged that baby as y'all. Well, so I can attest, I do not have a purple, purple pimpanel on my buttock. <laughs> okay. 
Um, which is where this baby has his. Yeah, and they, boy, do they love to flash that baby ass. Oh my gosh, Danny Kay has this whole thing where he's like, why why does everyone make me hold the baby? Shouldn't a woman do that? And everyone's like, shut up and hold the baby. Which I also thought was great. Yeah. Like, they were yeah. like, no. Yeah. Our, this woman in the film actually has, like, work to do. Mm-hmm. So, if, so you if you could just hold the baby, that would be great. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. And he, like, gives, he shows, like, every new recruit the baby's butt which yeah. is like super awkward because he's just pulling down a baby's pants yeah and also just from i know this movie wants you to know it's a movie but from a genetic standpoint the whole royal family has this same birthmark on their ass yes no <laughs> simply no they don't listen there were no rules back then you could work a kid for, first of all that definitely was not twins like they do now. That was, it was twins. It was twins? Yeah, I looked it up. It's, oh, okay. their, their names are like Barrett and Garrett or something. <laughs> cruel. I know. So cruel. It was really cruel. So we meet the baby. We meet the captain. We meet the captain. I love captain the captain. Jean. I put a woman hero, three exclamation points. But I then, put, I love the captain. <laughs> she's so incredible. Yeah. But then oh. afterward I did put sex, sex object frowny face. Yeah, I also put classic like... Blonde princess, brown haired, working girl, manly girl. Yeah. Tro- like, that's just a very classic 50s movie trope yeah. of like, there's a blonde and there's a brunette. And, and also that's the diversity. Very. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. brown hair as yes. diversity. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. They very quickly turn around Captain Jean from being like bad at. Like, we literally see a scene mm-hmm. of them evading the, the cops, basically. Yeah. And like, a hilarious bit. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, that's the first time that you that. really... That's... Okay, so so Danny Kay is dressed as an old man. Yeah. And May Jean is... But again, this is like one of those like a little bit questionable, problematic moments. Oh, right. Cause with the sh- fake sign language. So she's mute I did write that down. and deaf. <laughs> yeah. And he's an old man. Her So like the grandpa. cops are like, hey, yeah. have you seen these people or this baby? And the guy's like... Ah! Ah! And yeah, it's, it's the classic Very, a great bit. Really funny. Like, super, that's what, yeah. my first belly laugh. Yes, completely. But then May Jean, May Jean does do the fake sign language. Yeah. And I thought, She does oh, fake sign language. Yeah, it's a bummer. But, you know, again. Yeah. It didn't go 50s, on nearly as long as I thought it would. And the sign language wasn't the punchline. No, it was it was just And a, neither was she. I was like I don't know. I didn't I was not comfortable with it. No, definitely but, not. Um, but I was like But I was laughing at Danny Kay. Yeah, yeah. He's very he's so fucking he's funny. Very good. I will say that they go very quickly from that scene where, you know, they're both being sort of badass minus fake sign language. And then turn right around to him trying to fuck her and she's on board out of nowhere. And I was like, Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's consent. There's consent. Which is nice. And and he, and she actually is the one who opens it up to him. She's yeah. like, come sleep over here. Move your arm. Move your, put your arm, yeah. move your arm, which basically means put your arm around me. Yeah. And then they start talking, and she says something that actually, like, resonated with me, mm-hmm. which is, like, it's really hard when you're a tough woman to also be seen as vulnerable. That's true. You she know didn't make I mean? that point, which was I thought was amazing. Right. And I feel like, you know, what we don't see is them two having a relationship, not a romantic relationship, but like a relationship 
leading up to this moment. Yeah, because it sense? seems like she's around in charge, kicking ass, taking names, whatever, and he just like bops around, and then until they have to flee the woods, that seems like the first time they're really one on one, right, hanging out. So I mean, I get if she's just like, this guy's here. We're stuck in this cabin with some dumb baby. Let's smash. And I will also admit that like he <coughs> says some, he says some weird things like. She's like, it's, you know, it's on me to save the country. Like, we can't do, I don't want to act on our feelings until we save the country. Yeah. And he's, and he says, this is a direct quote, why does such a little girl have to do such a big job? Yeah. And it's lines like that that definitely are supporting what you're saying, which is like a little sexist, or just like... But I think the movie redeems itself because they make him the fool at every turn. Yes. So even in... With that line, I feel like I was able to be like, Mm -hmm. even the movie knows this is dumb. And, like, he's ridiculous. And the whole time, yes, exactly. And, like, when he's trying to, like, make out with her, she's, like, making a plan. And she's, like, basically, like, my dude, like, you need to get your your priorities in order. And he's, like, oh, yeah, totally, while he's kissing her neck. Kissing her neck, yeah. (laughs) Those chaste 50s kisses. Yes. Close that so mouth. Cute. Okay. So cute. Just mashing faces together. And it's so really that's cute. when they knock the jester out. Yes. And Danny Kay's character. First of all, I was like, love the, I love that the second they're like, oh, we need somebody in close proximity to the king. Then the guy walks in and he's like, hey, I'm the new king's court jester. Uh, you guys stay in here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> this is someone with close proximity to the king. Wow. Bonk. I thought it was funny that they they have her knock him out in silhouette. Like, you don't mm. actually see her do it. And I was like, yeah. is it the violence or you can't see a woman being violent? Like, I wasn't sure if it was because she was a woman. Or I was also that. unsure if it was because of money. Do you think? Because I mean, there's I feel like... no blood in the entire film. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. But I feel like oh. she hit him with, like, a plank of wood. I feel like he wouldn't, yes. you know, like. True. I mean, I like the choice to have in silhouette. I thought it was. But I know what you mean. You um, have to yeah. wonder. To ask. It was like if Danny Kay had knocked him out. Oh my gosh! But that's also what I love is like Danny Kay is the one who picks up the the stick to hit him. Yeah, and he can't do it. He like hesitates too much, and she like rolls her eyes and takes it from him yes. and goes and knocks him the fuck out. Yeah, like she is truly she's in charge. A badass. Yeah, yeah. Great. So then the next thing that I have a note about is Gwendolyn. Yeah, and my note is Gwendolyn is fucking wild. Gwendolyn is. Very wild. This is when she like she like the first time she threatens Griselda, who's her witch nanny, handmaid, handmaid lady. It's so fucking dark. It's like Griselda is like, "Fuck you! If you like, if this is another, if if I have to marry, what's his name? Not Grindelwald. That's from Harry Potter. Griswold. Griswold. (laughs) If I have to marry Johnny Depp, I swear, Ah! fucking god, same girl." Honestly, though, yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, "I'll, I'll kill, I'll kill myself <laughs> and you with me." Yeah, which is just like, whoa. She basically all but grabs her by the. Oh like, my god, she, she has a knife too. Does she that's have a the knife? Scene, that's the fir- in that first scene. You like cut to her in her room, and she's in like a like a black like not a nun outfit, but like a like a mourning outfit. Right. Mourning with a U. Yes. And mourning. And she has a fucking knife, and she's like, all right, bitch, time to die. I'm not marrying Gris- Griswold, so it's time for us to die. 
and Griselda's like, oh, uh, uh, no, I've seen it in the stars. Your love is coming. And, and he's just right then over there. We hear Danny Kaye's dulcet tones drifting yeah. through the window. Him as the jester, he loves so it immediately. He loves it immediately. He t- like, you think there's going to be like, oh, a learning curve. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, that's not that part. He's got... He's got the jokes. He's got the rhymes. He can strum on a freaking lute all day. All day. Like, he's He's so good. Um, I will say that one note I had was about the, I think right before the scene with them, the, after the king leaves, after he's talking to all his little Mm -hmm. uh, lords or whatever, and the two, the two lords are conspiring to kill him or whatever. No, to kill the other advisors. Right, to kill the other advisors. The guy with the impeccable mustache says that the king is guided by the last voice he hears. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you listen to the West Wing Weekly podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's great, but they have a thing on it where uh, a segment they call Trump I.I.I., where if they're watching a West Wing episode and something happens that's like very reminiscent of what's going on, they're like, ah, Trump, I, I, I. And with the guided by the last voice mm. he hears, I was very much like, Trump, Trump, I, 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 I. Because this king is sort of like, Trump S. That's very much the vibe. Tyrannical, no scruples, usurper. Certainly. But, uh,. So, yeah. so Danny Kay gets to the court, and this is the first time that we see him, like, he has no fucking idea what's going on, and he just has to pretend like he does. Yes. And oh, what's her, May Jean has told yes. him that he is to hum a little tune, mm-hmm. and that if he hums it around, a dude knows it, dude on the inside, and then he'll be like, oh, it's you, my man, let's do this thing. And, uh, he cocks that up for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He really does, and he's like, damn, I'm out of my, I don't know what's happening. He's going along with his plan that he thinks he's supposed to know. He misses his reel. Um, and this is the first line that is regularly quoted in my house. Okay, let's hear it. Get it? Got it? Good. Yes. All the fucking time. Uh, yeah, that bit, another great, just solid bits throughout. Really like, solid bits. Yeah, it's so fucking hilarious. funny. The back and forth on that is and there's also, like, a lot of, um, like, play around misunderstanding and not being able to hear. Yeah. Like, with Fergus the Ostler. Did you pick up? It was, like, a, Ooh, literally a throwaway. Fergus the, Fergus the Ostler is the, the real contact. Okay, that yes. Dude. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and the first time, <laughs> the first time someone says his name to Danny Kay, they say, like, Fergus the Ostler, and Danny Kay goes, who's who's it's the Wetzler? Or something like that. It, it just fucks me up. I thought it was so funny. Oh, here's another part where I was like, okay, here's a problem. Mm. Stealing women. So, Captain Jean is supposed to go do her part chilling. Take the baby to the Abbey. Yeah, but the thing is, she's fucking hot. And the king has all his men go out, and he's like, literally find the hottest woman you can and, and just bring them. steal them for me. And so, obviously, she gets taken. And I just thought, uh, they're um, literally wheeling hello? in, like, trolleys full of women. Binders. Full of women. Binders full of women! Literally, they had binders full of women. Binders full of women. Well, and then it gets even more fucked up because the king wants to go choose 
one woman yeah. to be his girl, and we all know what that means. Yeah, and but literally just for what are they are they holding? It's like a feast they're holding or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just for the meantime, not yeah. even like steal this woman. I'll make her my queen. Like no. I literally just want to bone this woman yes. for the weekend. Yes, yes, exactly. Which I thought very bold for the fifties. I got, I guess. And you know? then we get into a whole nother comedy of errors because yes. Danny Kay gets hypnotized by Griselda the witch lady yeah so that she so that Danny Kay can go seduce the princess yeah and the best is that he becomes her like little zombie guy with a snap of they say her fingers anybody's anyone's fingers, fingers. including his, his own, own? <laughs> The whole time you're wondering, like, could he snap himself in and yeah. out? And then later in the movie, he, he does. does. Every time they use, like, I thought it would get old. Not Never. For a not for a second. The scene when he goes to seduce the princess, and then her dad interrupts them, and they keep snapping. Snap. The princess and the king keep snapping. snapping. And when he's in his hypnotized character, he's, like, gonna uh, uh, confront the king. Right. And then he when he fights anyone, and he's like, what's the little um, spiel he gives? I'm a lover. Uh, uh, I, uh, I die with a laugh. I lust with a kiss. Ha! The laugh. He's so, so good. You know what's also a really another really hilarious bit from that scene when he's just seducing her at first, yeah. and he like kisses like all the way up her arm, oh, yeah. and then like across her shoulders and all the way down the other arm, and then he's like, "With your permission, lady, I'd like to go around again." <laughs> <laughs> like that's insane. That's it's so wild. So funny. And like the biggest thing with I feel like being in a farce like this where the comedy is so like just over the top is you have when to commit. There, yeah. He comes. Miss. He I mean, like, yeah, he makes in. it happen. Yeah. When there's a goddamn cockatoo in the room at the end of the scene. Yes! And he's like, that would make me a cockatoo. No offense. No offense. <laughs> it's just like it's like a slight pan and the cockatoo's in frame and he's like, hey, no offense. And it's then the cockatoo goes. It felt like the sort of thing you could write now. Yes. Except there'd be so many more dick jokes in it. Yes. It would be more explicit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be less wholesome. And the fact that like I was truly in stitches. Yeah. From, and there's nothing really, I mean, aside from the things we've mentioned, offensive about mm-hmm. this film, and yet... It's more problematic than offensive, I yes, would say. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, on it, but uh, something, on this topic, like, something that I was thinking about a lot, at every time, one of those small moments of, like, ah, this doesn't sit right with me, or, uh, you know, I don't know... That shit is still in movies today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it didn't feel any more problematic than a movie today. Definitely It not. just felt maybe problematic in more old-fashioned ways. Yes. We've moved on to new problems. To new problems. problems. <laughs> yes. You know? Um, oh, yeah. I also love, at the end of that scene, so he, he's like, gets snapped out of it, mm-hmm. and is like, supposed to swing on a vine out of her mm-hmm. window. And he's like, oh. And he's like, oh. And then she snaps again real quick, and he's like, oh, perfect. And then he goes to meet the, the evil dude. The Why evil can't dude remember who's his like, name? I have no idea. Whatever, the evil dude. Can we call him Jafar? He sort of sure, looked like Jafar. Sure, we call him Jafar, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, um, listen, this guy's always on time. If he says he'll be here, he'll be here. And then he swings right, right to the window. Right through the window. Like, hey, guys. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Loved it. Great. Another really funny line from that scene when he swings into the window to talk to the evil guys mm-hmm. is... <laughs> 
<laughs> when he's like, for murder and abduction, I'm your man. You've paid your price. Now name the plan. <laughs> he has no idea what the fuck is no, happening. he has no idea. He's just going along with it and bullshitting. He's just it's like, perfect. It's so perfect. Because you are obviously, as a viewer, so aware that he has no idea what's going on. And he also knows he has no idea, but he's like... I'm in for the ride. Like, mm -hmm. as the character is, like... And then he gets hypnotized, and he's, like, so confident, and he agrees to murder three guys. He yeah. agrees to murder these three... The three other advisors besides Jafar. And when those three advisors... When we get to the ball and they do get murdered, it's hilarious also because he has nothing, nothing to do with, to do with it. it. And they're like, wow, this guy works fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in fact, not only does he have nothing to do with it, once he wakes up from his hypnosis... He has no memory None. of anything that happened. Yeah. So he has no idea that he went to the princess's room and got her handkerchief and nope. seduced her. He has no oh, idea. Right. He's supposed to grab the key from the king so they can Escape. shepherd the baby through the secret passage. And the princess takes the key and gives him a, a handkerchief. handkerchief. Oh, we did forget to talk about at the end of the at the end of that scene with the princess when she's with the king. Yeah. And he's like, I know you're a good daughter and would never go against me and you're so truthful. Uh, and then the key drops out of the bottom with the dress and he's like, yeah. you fucking, fucking bitch. <laughs> and then I he takes the this. key and he ties it to his belt, which yeah. is like stressful. And then also while he was hypnotized, we didn't say this, he gives Maid Jean to the king as the lady. Yeah, as his like he doesn't sex even mean friend. To. He doesn't even mean to. He has no idea what he's doing. He's yeah. hypnotized. He's trying to hit on her? No, no. He's trying to get away from her. Oh, right. She's like, oh, oh, homie, come here. And he's, and like, he's like, I don't know you. I have to go. Yeah. yeah. And then the kid's and like, like oh, you picked the perfect Lady, woman. Thank you. Yeah, sick. Um, and he's like, Lol, It's okay. a real comedy bear is going on. <laughs> I do want to say yes. the scene where she is trying to seduce the king to get the key, but then wants him to back off because obviously yeah. he doesn't want to sleep with him perfectly executed so good in old movies like this i don't think women ever get good comedy mm. they're usually witnesses to right. the comedy or or the straight man in a comedy yeah um and she bit. is bring gang gets yeah okay you're, like, you're so right yeah she's, she's really funny so she's her whole thing of like yeah they say it's not catching and he's like trying to kiss her and he's like Wait, what's not catching? Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, this whole disease. And he's like, oh, who's it named after? She's like, oh yeah, my dad. <laughs> Just because everybody in the family has it doesn't mean I, I do it too. It. I was like, oh my god. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really masterfully done. Yeah. It's masterfully done. And I also love that they turn her being a sex object on its head. Mm -hmm. And like, I just thought, oh, yeah. wow, look at yeah. this movie. Yeah. Okay, like, what a cool way to do that. Totally. Yeah. Though the thing in that scene that held me up a little bit was, like, she was like, oh, yeah, you remind me of my dad, like, in a gross way. And the king was like, oh, yeah, he was like me. And I was like, okay. But I feel like that goes along with the king oh, being yeah. a, a, a skeevy. Yeah. I mean, also know? just true to life now. True. I'm sure plenty of dudes would be Turned super on by that, yeah. into that. Yeah. Wait, so, hang on, I want to open this. Yeah. Oof. Love the sound of a, of a fresh seltzer being popped. I don't know. <laughs> um, the we should talk about the feast and the jester's performance. Incredible. I mean, I feel so lame talking about this movie because every aspect of it, for the most part, is 
firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Killing. Killing. I know, it's a really fucking good it's movie. So I'm so happy that you feel that way. Yes. I was really nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that this movie holds up. Like, I can't believe I'm sharing with Nia. And, like, I know, that and you were like, oh yeah, a musical comedy from 1955. I was like, here we fucking mm -hmm. go. Meanwhile, I love a lot of musical comedies. I know. I don't know what... Like, as soon as you said, I love musicals, I love this movie, I was like, duh. Yeah. Like, I knew that about <laughs> was you. Like, yeah, this tracks. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Wait, what? Uh, oh, the feast. The feast. I love when he's singing at the king's feet, and he's supposed to, like, sing everything he says. <laughs> and then it's discovered that, like, oh, he's the assassin, and he's still, still singing. singing? And he's like, oh, wait, what? 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 Ah, oh, ah. oh, my gosh, it's so good. Fantastic. He comes in with a basket, holding the baby. The baby it. is in the room. And they're like, oh, what's in the basket? And he's like, nothing. What basket? <laughs> yeah, he says, he literally says, what basket? It's so good. Oh. And that's the one where he says, um, oh, it's like, uh, a jester? A jester. That's a song. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do I recall he is speaking in different languages? In oh my god! That we completely part? forgot that whole part! We forgot that whole part. Wait, I had a note about that. Is that during the feast or that we watched this movie several times? No, days no, ago. no. That's like that's right that's in the beginning. That's no well not in the beginning, but it's like when he once he once he gets to the court and no no no, sorry, when the the soldiers come down and they yes. intercept him and yes, one of them yes, is yes. like don't I know you? Oh, yes, 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 right. And he's, and he's like, like, no. If you just came from Italy, how come you sound British like us? And like, he's like, because I'm a master of all tongues. Yeah. French. <laughs> Le mepou de l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-l'homme-pou-de-
a moving, oh a hawk yeah yeah, yeah. a hawk in flight and I think they just already already had a shot, already had a shot hawk, and it just, just kind of like throw, <laughs> threw it into the air and then it just plopped down right in front of him and he's like uh I didn't, I didn't shoot, shoot anything that. he passes <laughs> oh I okay so I don't know oh okay I wrote big into tongue twisters when they okay because. This is iconic. This, this is, is, can I just say, this please. is a scene that if you bring this up the next time you're at family dinner, we can quote it for you. Ah! We will launch into that, is, that bit. That is what I, I want to see it again. Look so up this scene. It's, yeah, If really, if you're going to look up any scene, this is the one. So this is the jousting sequence that yeah, we mentioned finally, at the beginning. Finally, done. he's knighted, he's getting joust. He's, he's going to fight Griswold, Griswold uh, this gross dude, for the princess's Jafar hand. type. Yeah. A woman he, again, does not does know. Does not know and he's, does not love. No, he's been snapped out of this yes. thing for a while now. He literally doesn't really know why this is No, he has no idea what's going on. Which makes on. it all the more better. But he's in it. Little, what is it, Fergus the, what's Fergus it? the Ostler. Right? Fergus the Ostler <laughs> is like, you guys gotta do a little toast and drink. It's Griselda. So she's like, okay, one of the cups is poisoned. Make sure you don't drink the poisoned one. He's like, okay, which one is poisoned? And it's... I know it. Please. The vessel with the pestle has the pellet with the poison. The chalice <laughs> from the palace has the brew that is true. Yeah. And he's like, the pestle with the... The palace who the... The vessel with the pestle has the, a pellet with the poison. The, the chalice vessel, from the palace has the brew that is true. The, the vessel with that the is brew? Yeah. No, 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 the brew that is true. true. And then Jean gets in on it, and the yes. three of them are just bouncing back and forth all of these... It's ridiculous. And then so, some bad guy overhears that. Yes. And so he has to tell Griswold, then, mm -hmm. that the pestle with the vessel... Has the, the pellet with the poison the with and the chalice from the palace as the brew that is true. But then... And then he, him trying to remember it too is so funny. Because we have seen nothing from him really except like, I'm a brute, whatever. And so him also walking over to like the little knighting place and being like, okay, the vessel is the pestle. Like, I loved that. And then there's another wrinkle, which yeah. is that the chalice from the palace breaks. Breaks! <laughs> and then they have to bring in the flagon with the dragon. Yes! The flagon with the dragon has the color with the poison, and the, pestle, the vessel with the pestle has the brew that it's true. I wrote big into tongue twisters, and then it was like, then I did a little star in the cabin, and I was like, when they change, change it! Change it! Yeah, they change it! Exactly! I was like, like the and wait, wait, but before we keep going, or wait, do you want to finish on something with the tongue twisters? I'm just going to say, the weird part is when May Jean does come in, she's like, it's so easy, even I can say it. And I'm like, we've seen you leading this team to freaking victory. Why am I supposed to be surprised that you can do a tongue twister? I thought that it was because he's a jester. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's oh, a... right. And that's, like, what he does. Okay. Like, he should be able to... I see that. I see that's that. how I read it, at least. Okay. okay. But I also, I see where you're coming from on yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, well, also important for the, for the, call, um, for the resolution of yeah. this situation is that his armor, in, oh, a, in a classic movie twist... Yeah! His armor gets hit by a bolt of lightning. And the lightning is ridiculous. It's absurd, y'all. It's true. Like, I know it's the 50s, and they had a computer that the government owned. Around. Like, I've seen other movies. You can do better than this. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it hit, got hit by lightning, and then it's magnetized. And so, like, 
Which it's is so funny. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. The fact that they're walking over to get the chalices and he keeps running into Chris Wall. Because he's like, Danny Kay is really small and he's not very strong. And so he's like, armor is magnetized to Griswold's armor. Yeah. And so he keeps like falling into, you know what it reminded me of? What? How I am when I walk on the street with people. Ada loves to walk people <laughs> into the street. It's because I just like, I like to walk like right next to people. Yes. So, but then I end up like, then, and people don't like to walk right next to, to me, not me specifically, right. but like anyone. No, it's you. Oh. <laughs> and so they try to move away and then I move more towards them and then they move away again and I move yeah. more towards them and then all of a sudden they're in the street. Yeah. So that reminded me of me. And the physicality of that is so funny. Incredible. Yeah. Danny K, where is his, does he have an Oscar? Does he have a a star on the Walk of Fame? I like, think he does have a star. Okay, that's I don't know good. if he has an Oscar. I feel like my mission in life now is to get Danny K more recognition. Yeah, he's I so feel good. like this white man has been so brought down by this country. I'm just like, <laughs> when is it going to be the time when, like, a white man can get the recognition he deserves? Yeah. Like... We're just out here asking the important questions, y'all. Yeah. You're fucking welcome. Make America. I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. This is, I just (laughs) want to clarify, this is all a joke. Yes. A bit. Yes. A big bit. Anyway. Yeah. The beginning of this battle is fantastic. Because the Griswold's little jousting stick gets, like, stuck to Danny Kaye's shield. Hilarious. Danny Kaye... He thinks he's he cut his head off, and then but Danny Kay Danny just ducked like, down in, the, in his armor. In the armor. And what I also love is that the audience watching the joust is also cracking up. <laughs> Obviously, we are watching a farce, but then also the audience within the farce is, he is watching, watching a farce. farce. Totally, that's exactly what's going on, and it's so awesome. It is, and the king's just like. Can we just, like, get this together? Like, what is okay, going on? Okay, can I also say that it was at this point in the movie when I realized the Black Fox is a fucking dick. Yeah, the Black Fox really I is a dick. I hate the Black Fox. Oh, because he's, like, the jester has... He's like, I'm sorry, I have to go, yeah. you know, save England. I can't save the jester. The jester's gotta die. And it's like, this man's literally been out here doing your journey work. Yeah, Like, this is what you are supposed to be doing. And then, like, it also came back to me in the beginning of this podcast when we were talking about, um, the, like, when he says to the, um, little people, like, we don't need you, you're too many mouths to feed, like, the Black Fox is just a fuck, he's close-minded. He's very close. He's very close-minded. I'm just like, if you were actually a good strategist, there are so many ways you could use all these people to your advantage. Totally. And then it all comes around to bite him in his ass because guess what? The secret passage is blocked the fuck up by rocks and shit. That's right. And guess who they need to call to cause a distraction? The group, the band of little people. Mm-hmm. And they, and they fucking they kill, kill it. it. It's they so literally good. kill it. Yeah. I did want to mention that the king, he's talking to. I think they find out that Maid Jean is yes. a spy, and they think that. That Danny Kay is the Black Fox. Yeah. So they're like, oh, great. Like, he'll he'll win the joust, which he does. Right. But not because he's the Black Fox. No. Because he's fucking lucky, a lucky-ass hoe. And I also knew when the, he was like, when they have Griswold down on the ground, I was like, obviously he's not going to kill him. Mm-hmm. You can't have the hero of your movie kill the guy. Like, yeah. And he doesn't. He, and says, he doesn't. he says, get out of here. Yeah, scram. Get out of here. Get rocks, Griswold. Yeah, exactly. But, um, um, the way the king talks about killing Meijin, I don't remember what he said, but I made a note of 
how gross it was. Ooh. I feel like he was just like, just like too giddy about the kill in a way where it was like borderline sexual. <laughs> the king is really creepy. He's so, and I don't think, yeah. I know the movie wants him obviously to be a villain, yeah. but I don't think the movie knows how creepy he is. Mm, I see. I see what you're saying. I feel like definitely yeah. today's context. I was Do you like, think he was supposed yeah. to be a little bit more like funny creepy? Yeah. You know, I, I actually really, was. now that you say that, I really understand that. I, I mean, I really feel like I re- looking back, I'm, I'm thinking of it in a different light and I agree. He's yeah. horrifying. Just, like, as a figure. The way he yeah. talks to his daughter, the way he talks to Jean. Yeah. yeah gross. Absolutely. Um, and so then yeah. they get... Then the, now now we're in, like, the final battle. Yeah. This is where... I think, is it Jean or... Either Jean or Danny Kaye does a little whistle. All of the little people swing in on ropes. Danny Kaye. Doing, like, literal acrobatics. Yeah. And that's because what I they're noticed. from the circus. They are so... They in, are so, in the yeah, show. In it's the show, established yeah. they're circus performers. So I was like, okay, this is legit. Yeah. They have skills. That's how they know Danny Kaye's character. They yeah. all met in the circus when Danny Kaye also was there. They have skills. Mm-hmm. They're getting it done. That's yep. when I also clocked, like, a lot of these are kids. See, I did not clock that. But I believe you because I don't think I was paying enough attention. Yeah. Because I was like, they're all very... Maybe I shouldn't, I don't know, is this weird to say? We can cut it out if it is. Yeah. I know with some forms of dwarfism, it's not necessarily a proportional mm-hmm. situation. And every, like, almost every single one of these little people is very proportional mm-hmm. to the point where I'm just like, that That's is a child. just a child. I see that. Um, but I did love it. Them yeah. swinging in, saving the day. That was freaking sick. I love when, and then Danny Kay ends up in a sword fight with... Jafar, who I have a note actually at the end that his name is Ravenhurst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Neither of us felt compelled to look up his no, name. We're no, just like, oh, Jafar. Jafar. Check. Perfect. It worked. It worked. Yeah, it did work. Um, so Danny K goes out to fight to fight Ravenhurst because he gets. So this is and then the snapping comes back. Yes. And he gets snapped into yes, this his sword fight. Oh, no, it's Griselda snaps him in. Yeah, Griselda yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. game time, bitch. You gotta fight. Whoop. You're the best sword fighter ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Danny Kaye jumps up and he goes like this. Ravenhurst, you rat catcher! <laughs> <laughs> this movie is fantastic. It's so funny. It's also like so up our alleys in terms of humor. Like how much could I, like I can totally, I feel like that is a total you line. (laughs) Ravenhurst, you rat catcher! Like I could just see you saying that to me. First of all, I will be from now on. I I have officially joined the DZ clan and like I will be quoting Quoting this this damn movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my god. Him, the accents of this movie. Gosh. Him rolling the R every time. Every time he's in like proud man mode, he is just the funniest. He's so fucking funny. I cannot. We can't overstate this. Yeah, it literally cannot be. Yeah, like he's so good. You are just drawn to him mm-hmm. throughout. The, like my eyes were always focused on him. He is. He's a freaking star. Yeah. Although I will say, during this fight scene, uh-huh. aren't they also cutting to Fergus? And uh, Jean, I believe, putting guards in a uh, what's in a your name? catapult in a catapult 
flinging them into the sea. Yes. Horrific. And the guards, the thing that's the most horrific to me is that the guards are already knocked out. Yes. So they are for sure going to drown. Yeah. They're unconscious and you're flinging them into the sea. Yeah. Drowning, yeah. first of all, the worst way to die. True. Like, really, truly one of the worst ways to die. Although I guess if you're already unconscious, is it that bad? Well, I feel like you your body would become, you yeah, yeah, wake you're up. Right, you're right, you're right. And mid-drown. You're mid-drown. That's almost worse. And for a movie that's so, like, for being about Mm-hmm. Violence is so nonviolent to then have a turn where it's like, oh, we are right. drowning human after human. Like, it's your fucking day job. I, it just struck me. I was like, oh my god. Totally. I like, for some I mean, my favorite movie is A Clockwork Orange. Right. And yet I was out here clutching my damn pearls over this. <laughs> I was just shocked. Well, I think it's also because, like, A Clockwork Orange, you know, you know, like, from Jump that you're in for some fucked up shit. Oh, But, sure. like, with this movie, they're like, da-da-da-da-da, wholesome, ha-ha-ha, 50s, we're chilling, da-da-da-da-da, we yeah. hit people with logs instead of killing them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We're just throwing these guys in the sea. And then you're like, I know how real life works. Yeah. Those guys are all dead. The implications of that are But it's horrific. kind of lighthearded. The they, it's very lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, sort of, ha, 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 I think the catapult ha, ha. is meant to be... Like, funny. Funny. Yeah, but yeah, But it's totally. really just horrible. Like, if they yeah. were using a shovel or something, too dark. Oh, that's pretty dark, yeah. Though, but the... It's so funny, because when you, you see them throwing over, and then it cuts to the water, and it's clearly a dummy. Like, it's... Yeah, it's so obvious. They don't tr- even try to make it look human. It's clearly yeah. just, like, several sacks of flour, like, like sewn tied together, together yeah. with a wig and a yeah, costume on. Yeah. But then when they, like, the culmination of the Ravenhurst fight is, like, obviously Danny Kay wins, yeah. and they, like, he, like, pushes him onto the catapult, and then Mae Jean, like, flings him off. And that that was the moment when I was like, oh my god. Because you can just see, it's like, in the catapult, Ravenhurst is still kind of flailing around. And then they cut to the view of him, like, dropping down into the sea. And it is, again, a, a dummy. Simply a dummy. <laughs> simply well, because a Because they didn't dummy. even have fucking green screen. Yeah, there was the... You know, so there yeah. was no, not even, like, a cheesy green screen where you can see the the guy, like, going like, oh. I, I mean, and I feel like... Maybe even back then there's a way they could have figured it out, and they were like, honestly, other fish to fry yeah. here. Yeah. We're just gonna keep it moving. Oh, oh I do want to say on another Danny K point during this fight scene, every time he is snapped into like oh the rogue oh hero role, he does a little like lip thing, like a little yeah, yeah, like yeah. Elvis like yes. lip to the corner, like I'm a man. <laughs> This, you know, his performance is all in the details, I thought. He freaking yeah. commits. He kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and them winning the battle. He, this is, and everything was all fun and games. And here's the thing that pissed me off. Because they fight, they cut back to the battle. There are all these dead bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's their folks and also the king and the princess and Griselda alive. Yeah. And the little people lower... Uh, Jean, May Jean has been up in the rafters Oh yeah, with she's the baby. on a swing. Yeah, and they yeah. lower her down holding the baby. And to me, it was very clearly like a tableau of like the ideal, perfect 1950s woman. Because mm-hmm. here she through while she's in the woods with the black fox, she's like wearing pants and the whole garb. But she changes into a dress for this whole farce situation. And they lower her down and she's in her dress with her beautiful makeup and she's holding her baby and she's on a swing and they're like flowers like adorning yeah. the swing. And I was like, okay. They clearly are like, 
this is actually what you're supposed to be doing, and I... But then, what happens when she gets down? What does happen when she gets down? (laughs) Danny Kay takes the baby from her. Oh, he does take the baby, that's true. And that was what I picked up on in that scene, because of the what we were talking about again at the beginning of this podcast with his whole thing where he repeatedly said, why am I holding the baby? This should be a woman's job. Right. And he does take the baby. Which is an interesting... They didn't have to do that. May Jean could have hung on to the baby. That's true. And so I think you're not... I think we're both right. Yeah, because the way they had... There are not a lot of symmetrical shots mm-hmm. in the in the movie. And this was like fucking Wes Anderson symmetrical. Yeah. And to me, it was very much just like... And they slow her down so slowly. And it's also insane. Like, where did this fucking swing come from? And, and also, the fact that he says flowers she was it. just up on the roof flinging men off a catapult. When How did she scamper inside and get up onto that swing? And also, with the, the baby is now out of the basket. Out of the basket like, and she had the, has the baby. Yeah. Like, just for them to stage this tableau, I was like... I see that. I, okay. I see that. I yeah. see that. But I also still... Really appreciated the reversal there at the yeah. end. And again, they can't stop flashing this baby's ass. Yeah, so they do gotta, it a bunch at the end. He's yeah. got to show all these townspeople that actually this is a royal baby. Even the king is like, oh yeah, we're oh shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. you got, oh you got me. They don't finalize anything with him and the princess. Yeah. That's sort of they're like, they're just like, oh that's okay, whatever. Yeah, him and Jean, they're like, I guess we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, I think him and Jean. Well, okay, so this is another thing that I agree the ending is a little unsatisfying. That was my biggest, in terms of, like... It sort of just stops. It sort of just stops. And and you know what? I think maybe you'll appreciate this because you also love musicals, but I wrote down, like, as a musical fan... It was really disappointing to me that there was no real finale. Yeah, their their end song is like a few lines. It's a reprie it's a brief reprise of the opening number. Yeah. Which is that all the townspeople also be. Yeah. Da, 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 and they do da, a very da, da. slow grand yes, version. Yes. Life couldn't possibly not even probably Yeah. And, and it's it's nice. It's it's it like is a, nice. a bookend. Definitely corny. Um yeah. yeah. I did take issue only with that. I know, I love musicals, obviously, as mm-hmm. you do, and one big complaint people always have about musicals is it's so not realistic that people just burst in a song, which I'm like, suspend your disbelief for a minute, please. Mm-hmm. Though, when they start singing I'm Down, but then when the townspeople join in on this song, that's the moment where I actually understood that criticism, and I was mm-hmm. like, they they have no reference point for any of this. Right. Like it, And also... It didn't need the, yeah. that sort of chorus vibe either. Like, if it was just him singing or just him and Gene, like, that actually would be enough. I almost feel like they had to take it further for it to make sense. Right. Like, if they want the chorus to start singing, it has to be a real finale. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like um, in Cinderella, like, the ball number where, oh, like, yeah. all the, like, food men are dancing yeah. and stuff. Like... That makes Ugh, no fucking sense, yeah. but they go, like you've been saying all about this with Danny Kay, like, the movie works because he fucking commits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, actually, yeah, if the, it's like, the, it's almost like the movie didn't commit. The movie didn't commit to the finale. Yeah. And I feel like that's why, in that moment, you were like, I understand that criticism, because there, there was be, no, there's, for being a musical, there were not a lot of songs in it. Yeah. They're very, also true. And what, almost, five songs And maybe? almost all of them are Danny Kay's. Yeah. Yeah. And like, all, I think all, I want to say all, 
Yeah. Just, is there any song that Danny Kaye doesn't sing? No. I don't think there's a single, a single song, song he's not a part of. There's a lot of songs, though. There's the lullaby that we didn't talk about. Oh, to the baby. That's before, like, he and true. Gene have their thing. You know, I didn't really, even though it is a song, but I didn't, to me, that's the cheer up Charlie mm. of this. <laughs> Literally cut me a version of Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory without cheer up Charlie. Nobody needs it. <laughs> Nobody's asking for it. It has no place in that fucking movie. Okay. When I watch here, when I watch that film, ever, even if it's just on TV, I'm going to go about my business during Cheer Up Charlie, and you call me back when we've got a golden ticket, oh, okay? okay? I'll remember that. <laughs> Y'all, I think we're never going to watch Willy Wonka for this podcast. A lot of strong Oh, maybe we watch Willy Wonka. Maybe we watch Cheer Up Charlie for our um, oh, yeah. oh, tension you, episode. Are you pro Cheer Up Charlie? I don't know. I have to reevaluate. Okay, good question. Um, yeah, this movie is great. I had no idea what to expect. This movie's great. Danny Kaye, like I said, he is a Donald O'Connor figure to me. And I think Donald O'Connor is best in the game, not me. Like, that's, he's incredible. I gotta see other stuff he's in. I feel like this would be a great movie to show people who don't like musicals because it's more funny than it is musical and is a great game totally. drunk. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Two questions for you. Yes. One, would you watch it again? I would absolutely watch this film again. And number two? I know you will watch this movie again. Oh, certainly. Yeah. And number two, would you recommend it to a friend? Yes. I. First of all, I'm going to text my dad and be like, have you seen this movie? Because he will love this film. Rodney will fucking love this movie. In fact... I, like, kind of want to watch this with him. Yeah, he's coming to town in a oh couple God, weeks. Screener. and I was going to say, maybe... Because we always watch movies. Maybe Rodney should come over for dinner with my parents, and then we'll all watch it together. I told him that your parents wanted to have him over, and I was like, this is a great... Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Dinner. Like, that would be so cute. Little family, like a family date. Your I mom should come, too, if she wants. Uh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Cute! Oh my gosh. Wow, y'all, you're witnessing some real bonding, courtesy of the court jester. We're not just podcast friends, we're real Real friends! friends. (laughs) Yeah, this movie's fantastic. I, again, I know you will watch this movie again. If not, I don't know, do you guys watch this during Hanukkah or or Christmas? You know, when everybody else is out Christmasing? No, honestly, I feel like my family doesn't have a lot of really, like, set-in-stone traditions like that. Mm -hmm. We haven't watched it together in a while. Again, like, the way this movie stays alive. The reason why I thought of this movie for the podcast was because we started quoting it at dinner. I love it. Like, I'm serious, Nia. If you come to my house for dinner one of these days, or any time, and you're, like, Chalice from the Palace, as brew that is true... (laughs) Immediately, everyone will know exactly what you're talking about, and will completely Wait. immediately say, "Chess, uh, more, uh, pes- vessel with the pestle, has a pillow with the poison." Is does your family know we are doing this for the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna be like, surprise them. What if I did just like slip in, and they were like, "What?" what? <laughs> no, they know. Yeah, they know. Gosh darn it! Yeah, well, darn still, geez. I love it. I'm gonna go with the what is it? Ravenhurst, you. Oh, um. Ravenhurst, you rat catcher! <laughs> yes! Oh, that's actually yeah. one that my family doesn't quote 
that I had forgotten. Like, I didn't remember that line. So was that it? was, like, a surprise Ravenhurst, line for me. Ravenhurst, you yeah. rat catcher. Ravenhurst, That's you me. rat catcher. <laughs> I love magazines. What, is, what do you do with the rats? <laughs> what does that even mean? Man's just out here catching rats. The catcher of rats, man. <laughs> sure. Wow. Okay. Well, this was a good app. This was a great app. A strong app. I'm wondering, one of these days we're going to disagree. Actually, maybe for uh, our next episode. I oh, think. really? I th- you think it might be a disagreement? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think so, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hey. Oh, wait. Uh, thanks for tuning in to WKRZYX8. Listen, rule of threes, folks. I told you it was coming. That's comedy. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. I'm honestly not sure if there will be a next episode because (laughs) of these creative differences. (laughs) Listen, do not make me put you in a catapult and hurl you into the sea. (laughs) And on that note, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, See you next time. See you next time. On Welcome to My World.